well. So what is your monthly recommend? Uh, well, I came a bit unprepared, I have to say. Um, my recommend is The Infinite Monkey Cage, which is a BBC Radio 4 podcast with Ooh. Brian Cox and Robin Ince. And it's surprisingly funny. Yeah, so we've got some competition. Yeah. I see. All yeah. right. All right. Um, my monthly recommend for March is going to be Casey Musgrave's album Golden Hour. It's Aww. been helping me through this dissertation. <laughs> Thank you, Casey, so much. <laughs> it has been wonderful to listen to your soothing Texan tones. Oh, as I they uh, spelt her name wrong at one of the awards at like the Grammys or something. Did they? Yeah, Ugh. they spelt it with like a C, I think. What's going on there? Come no. on, guys. We could do a better job check. than that. Exactly. <laughs> or just get one of us to yeah check the check the names. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be cool. All right, so let's roll on the music. Are we ready? Yeah, oh. I think so. All right, let's go. <laughs> So, hi, I'm Danny. I'm Alice. And this is According to Us. And we have some very special guests with us. We have two amazing, wonderful people from a little, well, maybe not little, let's just say a local feminist collective, <laughs> honey. Okay, can you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Phoebe. That was a ridiculously nice introduction. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm Fran. Yes, thank you. Very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what are we talking about this week, Al? We are talking about, I believe, body confidence. We are, we And are. body positivity. We so are. But before we get into that, Fran and Phoebe, can you tell us a little bit about Honey and what it is you do and why you're so amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Can't really explain why we're so amazing. <laughs> it just comes so naturally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fran started it. Sort of, I guess. Sounds like a fight. She started it. (laughs) She hit me first. Um, No, I don't... You, you, Ellie and Angie. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, myself, Ellie, Jane and Angie sort of got together and we were having these um, conversations about how there wasn't really a platform for women in Falmouth, like, uh, in an art sense. I'd uh, done a course event the term before called Girl, which showcased um, female artists in Falmouth and had the theme of women's empowerment. And it was really popular and it kind of just made us realise like there is an audience for this and there's this sort of gap and we feel like it's needed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just kind of went from there really, didn't it? it? Yeah, it's grown So massively. many people came to the first meeting, mm-hmm. including me, <laughs> just when I got involved. <laughs> and now you're a ringleader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of the whole operation. <laughs> um, and we have really nice meetings where we all just chat and sometimes get things done. Most of the time get things done. <laughs> um, and it's just really nice, comfortable conversation and no one's judged and it's just really comfortable. Yeah, That's lovely. my favourite word <laughs> to describe it as comfortable. No, oh, that's so lovely. And being a member myself, I must say these two women in front of me are amazing. Um, so welcoming (laughs) so so welcoming I remember going into one of the meetings and just getting like this great aura of like women and positivity and uh, creativity it was like really really lovely so I'm so glad that um, you Fran and Angie and Ellie Jane decided to start the collective and also shout out to those beautiful women who can't be with us today Mm -hmm. but 
definitely safe travels on their journeys and we hope to see them soon. Well, we will see them soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, though. That's so <laughs> fine. Thank you, Danny. Oh. That's so sweet. That, I mean, that's why we wanted to do it, so that, you know, people felt welcome mm. and people felt safe. So, yeah. yeah, thanks for saying that. No, no worries. It's the truth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, body positivity and confidence out when... Mm, I don't know. It's it's a bit of a journey, isn't it? Like learning oh, yeah. to love your body. Yeah, <laughs> I think most people are still on it. To be honest, mm, I don't yeah. think there's one person out there who is hundred percent down with their body. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, what about you two over there? How do you feel about loving your body? <laughs> <laughs> um, <yeah>. Silence. <laughs> we just don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah, it's such a journey. It is. I don't. I'm the same. I'm not there yet but I'm a lot closer than I used to be. So, mm. yeah. I also doubt anyone ever will be there, no, yeah. mm-hmm. so to speak. Wherever there is. And yeah. there's different types of comfort from if you feel comfortable being naked, mm. get naked. If you feel comfortable not showing anyone anything ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever, don't do it. Just keep it on, you know. <laughs> do whatever makes you comfortable. It's if not you about do want to get naked, don't do it in public. That's all I'm going to say. Unless you're on a beach, maybe. Mm. It's from past experience. Or... No, no. <laughs> well, when I was in Dubai, I did accidentally kind of flash people on a beach because one side of my bikini bottoms came undone. And then I kind of, it was one of those ones that ties on both sides. So mm. if one comes undone and then the other bit comes undone, it kind of falls mm. backwards. And I grabbed the back, but not the front. <laughs> and it was a disaster. And Dubai is known for being like one of those really kind of uptight, countries and like women's flesh in particular is not kind of supposed to be out in public so um wow. <laughs> glad I didn't get arrested or anything for that <laughs> wasn't a great experience yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> the frozen yogurt on that beach was also very expensive so just don't go yeah just don't go to that beach yeah yeah that just avoid that beach anyway. we'll be cool, we'll be cool. yeah yeah, uh, my own journey with, oh, I don't know, like, I don't think I'm there yet. Like, I'm just now being comfortable in what I wear, let alone being comfortable mm, in my yeah. body. Sense of style definitely, yeah. like, comes into it. <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd say that's, like, a big insecurity with a lot of people. Because, especially around here, so many people are well-dressed. Like, you look <laughs> at people on the bus and stuff, and you just get immediate clothes envy. Because it's like, if I tried to wear that, I'd look like I was just wearing a sack of potatoes <laughs> like, was this person wearing a sack of potatoes who knows it might have been, like fashioned into a cardigan or something but like I always wear jeans and t-shirts and that seems so boring but then equally I'm like too scared to try anything else yeah, so yeah. I just sort of trap myself into this box I think I try and find body confidence from wearing things that make me feel like that mm. if I look in the mirror and I'm like oh that's a bit risque and I'm like wearing it yeah <laughs> you just kind of have to yeah but obviously that's not how other people respond to fashion other Mm. people just want to wear what makes them comfortable and that's yeah and it's interesting how many people just kind of don't notice so like even if you're feeling really insecure in your outfit most people will literally look at you for like 10 seconds make a very kind of brief judgment Mm. and then just sort of move on and they don't really care yeah sort of take it at face value like oh that person's wearing that today. That person okay. is wearing clothes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nothing's to see here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like um, 
it's a really tough question like to talk about oh how do you love your body or even it's so like it's so easy to like tell your friends or people in general like oh you should love yourself it's mm. um like you've got to do it like just be happy with the body you're in be happy with the body that god gave you that kind of thing but then when you come and like look at yourself in the mirror <clears throat> or just like maybe you're just like thinking about oh what to put on what's in my wardrobe you're kind of like ugh I feel so gross like you were saying mm. now like there's so many people especially down in Falmouth there's like everybody has a sense of style like mm. a really good sense yeah. of style as well and so I'm coming down here thinking oh yeah I'm quite quirky and like I get down here I'm like <laughs> it's wow. like no mate that's nothing <laughs> that is not no <laughs> what you said a bit like a, a schlub schlub's yeah. not a word I've heard before is, yeah is it a new one schlub <laughs> schlub I, I mean oh. I you can kind of infer meaning from it yeah. I think I understand what, yeah. what would you say a schlub is a schlub i would say is like <laughs> not a slob not that like on that level not really on that level but maybe like pre-slob <laughs> pre-slob like, like yeah. descending into it Ma- mm. sort of like maybe. slowly like slipping down the slope put together slob yeah slob yeah yeah so you're not like i don't know just kind of disintegrating or like <laughs> wavering in the wind but you're still not where you want to be so like yeah. maybe in the category of slobs i find that as time goes on i just yeah. care less and less it's sort of like well what i look like isn't important anymore yeah what you look like doesn't get you a degree yeah exactly yeah <laughs> that is the truth i don't know though you pull off trackies and trainers as a combo yeah pretty i was thinking well. you look pretty cool a bit like kind of lumberjack-esque today yeah oh, with I the wellies on this, and everything this so um shirt is my best friend <laughs> <laughs> it is so comfortable and it's groovy in colour, you know, pop of colour. Is color. that the purple one? No, no, it's, it's red. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you seem very attached to that purple fleece as well. That purple, that purple fleece. fleece is a good one. Mm. It's a banger. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself, you know. Where did you get it from? Uh, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things I have in my wardrobe. Yeah, I have a couple of jumpers like that yeah. that I think were my sister's in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And they've just sort of passed. One of them was my grandpa's. I know that much. Yeah, that's cool. I love having me down. Yeah. Those are great. That's what happens when you're the last child in the family. <laughs> that happens when you're the only child. <laughs> <laughs> but who do you get clothes passed down from? Um, my mother. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, she's a bit of a fashionista back in her day. Aww. Yeah. yeah, she. Oh, she has great style. Even now. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. But like, she would like give me her Levi jacket. And she'd be like, "Here, Ooh. have this," and I'd be like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'll take this hundred pound G jacket. Get <laughs> <laughs> around in it. Like, yeah. For free. It's vintage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ugliest having skirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Regina George? <laughs> outside. You know, cash me outside. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, no, I do. I'm not horrified by my body but it's still like a, a work in progress to love it mm. i guess i don't think i've ever been horrified mm. by my body mm. no. but i i like it's weird kind of thinking about how much time i used to spend being concerned about it though like particularly when i was like 13 14 i don't know if it was the same for you guys but that seems to like be the major insecure mm. phase when you're growing up and you're like going through puberty and stuff and you're looking at everyone else's body and going, why doesn't mine look like that yet? <laughs> and then sometimes it just never looks like that. <laughs> um, but I think having eczema as like a skin condition definitely changes my relationship with my body mm-hmm. because um, 
obviously it's so much out of my control and it does give me major insecurity sometimes like especially when it's on my face and stuff Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because you do look so different and it was like last weekend when I had to sleep on a feather pillow and my face puffed up and it looked like I'd been in a fight (laughs) you just kind of gotta like explain it to people it's like yep this is just what my face looks like my body (laughs) hates me (laughs) you could just tell people you were fighting yeah yeah fighting with the Ghost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got a bit violent in my sleep. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's very true, especially like you said, having eczema. And I suffer with it myself. And so <clears throat> coming to terms with that and like just being able to do the best you can do in terms of like creams and mm. whatnot. Yeah. And having like a strict skincare routine. Yeah, I like used that. to feel like a massive sense of injustice because I look at people without it and mm. I'm like, your life must be so easy. Like, <laughs> you've literally never had to worry about having an allergic reaction. You've never had to worry about like covering up your skin. You've never had to worry about kind of, like what it looks like or giving yourself scars because you scratch so much, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But I think I'm coming to terms with it more as I get older. And I realise that a lot of people have it a lot worse than me. Yeah. yeah. Mine's not even that bad compared to some people. Yeah, yeah. Like, Katie thinks it's... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's a rubbish situation to be in, but it could be a lot worse. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about uh, Fran? How do you feel about your body? (laughs) (laughs) You just feel a little bit quiet over there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've been deep in thought. I realise it isn't really the point of a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You just need like an internal monologue. (laughs) Oh no, I don't know how well that's that's that. Um, I'm sorry, could you repeat the question, please? (laughs) (laughs) About your journey, like how it's been. Um, Varied, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's been a long one, I guess because I am still quite young. So, and I feel like these earlier years are the formative ones where you are the most sort of self-conscious about that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I also suffer with eczema, so that was something I had to deal with growing up and all the questions, mm. and like, what is that on your body? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh is it contagious? Just, yeah, right. And <sighs> yeah, so that was quite stressful. Um, I, it's definitely not as bad as it was now. I could see it even, because I've got it on my hands at the moment, yeah. so it comes up like stress and stuff. Yeah, same. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I agree with you though, Alex. I think when I was like thirteen and fourteen, that was when I got the most self conscious. And I'd moved where I was from. We had three tiers of schools. So it was like primary, second, primary, middle, and upper. Oh yeah. So around that age, it was like going from you're still kind of a kid in this school to oh you're at the the old kids school now mm. and everyone cares suddenly a lot more about what they look like and yeah. what other people think of them. Um. Yeah, so not, I don't think, I mean, it's not a fun time for anyone in that department, I don't no. think, but. But it's kind of like coming out of the bubble of childhood where you have mm-hmm. like zero body awareness, mm-hmm. you don't care what you look like. Like my parents used to just let me dress myself and that's, you know, how you get like the skirt and spotty leg- <laughs> leggings, like combo. I'm pretty sure I wore that outfit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Still rocking it years <laughs> later. Yeah, um. I feel like it sort of just happens one day. I feel like it's a bit like yeah. puberty as well. Like you can't really remember when it began. It just sort of did. Mm-hmm. And now you can't put the genie back in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, mm. Yeah, and then, I don't know, yeah, I guess journey, yeah, it just has been varied. Cause I suffered with a, an eating disorder when I was like 16 years old. 
so obviously there my body confidence was terrible mm. um and it was just like just that sort of stuff was just so easy to access you know like tumblr oh and, god tumblr you know just yeah just these platforms just promoting these kind of lifestyles and it was actually yeah, like really overly terrible. skinny models yeah. and yeah, and just romanticizing yeah. the like, mm. the mental health aspect of it as well, which was is really sickening to look back on now. A lot of people that I would see on Tumblr liked to use it as a platform to not promote it, but um, just to write about it to like get it off yeah. their chest. Mm. But then I would see that and I would feed from it. Yeah. Mm. So you know, it's it's helping them to do that, but it's not necessarily helping all of the. 13 14 year olds that are mm-hmm. reading these written accounts from like 18 19 year olds mm. about how they're starving themselves and how they're doing all yeah. these certain yeah. kinds of things it's kind of information that's scarily available yeah i mean there's still websites and stuff now where people kind of like celebrate um eating disorders isn't there there's like it's there? like quite horrifying yeah where people are like oh you should try and lose as much weight as possible like this is what it would look like it'll be great like i can't think of what it's called right now but <laughs> i'm pretty sure i've seen examples of that kind of stuff which is horrifying like the fact that you would celebrate Mm. being that unhealthy and like being mentally ill and yeah that's horrific yeah that's the thing it was it was a little bit celebrated like the skinny you are the 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 healthier you are which Mm. is like no but yeah society just kind of perpetuates (laughs) like the thin yeah is healthy yeah kind of image not even kind of caring about the context of the background and how you're being thin or how mm. you're maintaining everything or how healthy. much work goes into mm. it exactly like it's easy for an instagrammer to maintain their perfect weight mm. because they've got a personal trainer and all they do is take photos of their food and yeah. <laughs> exactly. go shopping and advertise stuff yeah. like a lot of these celebrities like have personal trainers and chefs and like very meticulous yeah. regimes and routines. and like on red carpets and stuff they always have makeup artists and like hair people so the image you see of them is never really realistic like you don't see celebrities at seven in the morning on a sunday after the oscars <laughs> awards like party yeah, and yeah. they're a mess exactly or yeah. when you do see it it's seen in a negative light exactly. immediately yeah like yeah. so the uh, paparazzi might get a shot of them like just go to the groceries or the mm. supermarket and um it's like oh you look so unwell yeah <laughs> and it's like they just look human yeah <laughs> like, everyone walks out of their house like full face of makeup unless they're like uh, kim kardashian or someone but yeah yeah they're maybe. not the best for <laughs> body positivity uh, she does i don't know i haven't really seen any shots of her where she isn't going to an event so mm. i don't yeah. know what, what she looks like Mm. actually then again she has that show so i'm sure <laughs> that show yeah you're talking about keeping up with the kardashians <laughs> yes that show that they're on that, that show with the kardashians <laughs> i mean they have so many though they just have that one yeah kylie's got her own now See? does she yeah See? she's a yeah she's doing well youngest self-made billionaire oh, ever yeah. i don't know about self-made yeah, everyone was kicking off about that on twitter yeah. well because self-made means that you kind of like self-made. got there on your own yeah, <laughs> yeah self-made like, yeah, like unaided from help, but she comes from a very rich family. Yeah, so it's I not guess. Also, not even their money. If you were thinking about, say, she was going to start with a bank account that said zero, if you just think about how famous she is from birth, yeah. or like from however just old she like was that the TV show started. Yeah. yeah, just by association, she is rich, and therefore she can 
release anything. Like she's yeah. what was she selling lip lipsticks? Lip, yeah, she could be selling dog socks and <laughs> become a billionaire. I'm pretty sure. I really hope that becomes a market. Kylie Jenner dog socks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she does have like six dogs though. I'm sure she might. We should send her an email yeah. Yeah. directly <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, hit us up with uh, Kylie's email. If we have it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so um, just media in general, unlike you were saying, Fran, how readily available it is mm. to so many people. Yeah. Uh, especially really young kids. Yeah. Of both. Like the amount of people who are on Instagram and stuff now. Yeah, like, so you just like instagram facebook twitter like all of them youtube youtube yeah i forgot yeah. youtubers yeah i was in a big phase when i was about 14 into youtubers mm. not really anymore <laughs> what YouTubers, yeah I mean, that was a phase and a half yeah. that one yeah because that was like zoella and stuff she's kind of fallen from grace now with the whole advent calendar thing what was like, that did you not see that yeah. thing like she was selling a 50 quid advent calendar yeah, and yeah. boots and this guy called Jackmate on YouTube did a scathing review. And it's literally like the worst thing. It's just like a massive chunky calendar and they've got like a scented candle. And so like, it's just really it's not, not even, worth 50 quid. It's not even every day of the month, is it? It was like no, it was like 16 up until, days yeah. of the month or something. So and you it opened one every two quid. days or something. What? And it was, and a lot of it, um, he was saying, was probably like recycled stuff that she'd been sent for like marketing. So like little products that she wasn't going to use. Because didn't she like ghost or got someone to ghostwrite? Oh yeah, she got someone to ghostwrite her book Mm -hmm. and she wasn't honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually she did come forward and say, yeah, I didn't write my book. Because ghostwriting's fine, Mm -hmm. I think as long as you admit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she didn't. And yeah, she got absolutely shredded for the calendar. And then Boots put it on sale and I think they knocked 50% off. Which is still far more than the calendars yeah. actually were exactly no yeah so yeah especially with things like that i mean again because these young people are so vulnerable mm. it's like oh my goodness I and impressionable do, yeah i want to do all of this this and this and then mm. like, do you follow jamila jamil on instagram i don't follow because she yet. does some really good work she um she's done really well for herself actually she's gone from presenting t4 she's on the good place either you guys watch the good place oh so good um but she basically tweets about body confidence all the time um and she is a massive advocate for like not photoshopping magazine photos and stuff like she actively celebrates it when they like keep her boob stretch marks in and like when they don't airbrush her um and she also calls other celebrities out for like the tummy flattening like little pots of I don't know even though like it's basically bears. yeah it's basically just gummy laxatives like you know laxatives. well you know like those detox teas where it's like <clears throat> I think it's called flat tummy or something and mm. um it basically just makes you go to the toilet so much that you lose like a stone in a week but it's so unhealthy yeah. like it's so bad for you and a lot of the instagrammers and people who um kind of try and push it on people don't even use it sort of just take a picture of it and go oh you should use this and oh God. here's 50% off <laughs> like yeah there's no like they're just not being responsible at all with the no. that they have it's yeah. quite sad yeah and that's the sad thing about it is like they have such a big platform mm-hmm. mm. they're able to speak to so many people and they just completely misuse it yeah this is the stuff that they're kind of promoting which is really unfortunate and again, it's like women who end up suffering in the end, really. 
Well, yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because mm. it's women who's promoting um, these kind of, I don't know, get slim quick mm. but, um, fads. Mm. And then young girls and boys uh, mm. kind of taking it, trying to get some really, really, like, I don't know, far-fetched image of what it, what it means to be beautiful or mm. whatever. And then, you know, just a horrible, vicious cycle. Yeah. yeah. And it's true, actually. A lot of boys have eating disorders as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's always kind of just, like, brushed under the rug. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I know anyone with an eating disorder. But then, like, it's always fairly well hidden, I think. I mean, in your experience, did you find that it was quite easy to hide? or? Yeah, yeah. I think that is kind of part of it as well, is the kind of... Uh, you having control over it, so mm. it's you decide whether you tell are, people or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. yeah. There's also a lot of, <clears throat> like I was saying about people uploading their experiences, is that you could then find ways of hiding it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which again is even. Or if more you're dangerous. like kind of getting it out there online, then you might have less of an inclination to tell people in real life. Yeah. Um, it's like that's how it all came up for me because my mum found my Tumblr. Oh, that was a great experience. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, not fun. It's quite impressive though. Your mum managed to like find your Tumblr. I think it was just my name. I really didn't think oh, I was oh, like, oh, oh, that one. Oh no! Oh, I thought your mum could be like I don't know, Adrian Asbury, but just wrote searching the web for it. But... Yeah, like some MI five. <laughs> no, <laughs> operation. I think I had like two separate ones, and I got them muddled up. And oh no, every oh. I, so long ago now, I don't, I don't want to bring back the memories. <laughs> no, definitely. My mum doesn't even know what Tumblr is. I don't think she did either. <laughs> I wow. really don't know how it happened. I've just kind of blocked that all from yeah. my memory. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it's so true. Well, I love a time. <laughs> I love a me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, what would you... This is such a a hard question, but what would you say to people who are... I don't know, going through this journey. Oof. I know. <laughs> oh God. This is it. This is time to use your platform for the right thing. <laughs> so much pressure. Yeah. <laughs> such a big duty. Yeah. <laughs> to oh. our 21 listeners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I have no idea. I still feel like I need that advice myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think about what advice I want to hear. Mm. Like what I want someone to tell Ooh, me that's gonna get deep <laughs> i haven't got very far i'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me like i'm gonna say anything oh, right right you're gonna say the thing that like changes it's gonna the change the world <laughs> oh. oh god that's such a tough question i guess on I a really so. basic level just nobody cares is a, a good kind of sentiment to follow yeah nobody's perfect nobody cares nobody's looking at you as much as you think like I I realised the other day that because um, I always get really self conscious when I'm at bus stops and stuff because cars kind of like drive past the one at the moor and that people always turn and look and it makes me feel really like self conscious <laughs> and I'm like why are you looking at me I'm just waiting for a bus um, but I realised actually they're only looking at you for like one or two seconds and actually it's probably just a quick little like surveillance of like surroundings um and they will never think yeah exactly ever again they'll never see you again you'll never see them again so why should you care what they think 
Yeah, because like, and then I thought about it. I looked at a guy walking past the bus stop and I was like, well, just looking because you're there mm. and there's movement. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to see like you when again. When you walk into a classroom that's already started and everyone looks oh, at you yeah. and you just worst. feel disgusting, but it's just because you've made the noise of opening yeah. the door. And no one cares yeah. at all. Our attention span is so bad that honestly, it's just like gone. <laughs> a few the first bit of later. movement or noise, you're just like, yeah. what is that? <laughs> that is so true. Can't stop those reflexes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm quick like lightning. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so true. Like everybody, it's so funny though, because everyone in unison can turn to the door. Yeah. Like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who kind of like a ubiquitous experience. Mm, yeah. And everyone understands it. That's happened to me many a time. So many times. Not even because I'm late. I don't know. <laughs> it's just one of those things. I'm like, oh, I need to go talk to someone who's mm. in that classroom. And I look at the door and everyone's like, oh my God, <laughs> what are you doing in here? I'm like, no, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me yesterday when I went into a pub for a Harry Potter quiz. Literally opened the door. It went silent. Everyone <gasps> turned around and looked at me. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, should I just leave again? And then, like, conversation resumed within a couple of yeah. seconds. And I think it was just because it was a really small pub. Yeah, yeah. And then they just didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah, but when that happens, people should just clap. Or <laughs> <laughs> you just go, I'm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do some jazz hands. Yeah. And then it make the situation oh. better, I think. Yeah, so okay, if you ever see someone walking into a classroom, <laughs> you all turn around, someone stop the clapping. Just go, woohoo! <laughs> someone do it. Because it makes that person feel so much better, I think. What yeah. if they've walked into the wrong classroom, though? Oh, like, that would be terrible. That would be terrible. Or would it be better? better? Yeah, you'd be like, oh, sorry, and then just kind of turn and leave. Yeah, because you're so worried about getting to the right classroom, you're just like, oh, fight! Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like I care less now that I'm in third year of uni as well. I just feel like that's a yeah. general trend throughout uni. Is I They've just kind care of less. broken us down. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have a point where we don't. Care. Yeah, we have no energy left. Yeah, and that's why you see so many third years wearing such odd outfits. Yeah, because yeah. they and just wake up faces. in the morning. That's the yeah. thing. Schlub faces. <laughs> yes, bring yeah. it back. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back, Danny. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that definitely happened to me in terms of makeup, but that kind of happened when I was in year twelve. And it hit A-levels. And I was just like, you know what? Who am I putting this makeup on for? <laughs> it's so pointless. I'm just going to take it off at the end of the day. It's annoying. I always take out eyelashes. I'm just going to go makeup How free. would you do your makeup? Take out eyelashes? No, do you not find that when you take off like a really good mascara, it always... You get, always oh, get a couple yeah, yeah, of I eyelashes. See, mm. oh, okay. I thought you meant like false eyelashes. No. <laughs> well, no. to be fair, in, in first year of uni, I will fake eyelashes every day. What, you put them on every morning? Did you get up really early to do it? Uh, I'd say my makeup used to take me like half an hour. Oh, yikes. But honestly, the only reason I wore fake eyelashes was because at the end of the day, you just pull them off and it's Mm. fine. But with mascara, you're there. Yeah. That's so true. I used to contour my face every day. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. (laughs) What a skill to have, though. Contour. Oh, I did. It was not a skill. I was not very good at it. <laughs> I, I mean, wore it. Really it looked awful. I just look back at pictures now and oh, I was looking through some pictures from like first year or someone the other day and they looked at a picture. They pointed at me and they're like, oh, yeah, you look well hot. I'm like, yeah, it's because I contoured my face every day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's because like, oh, yeah, I hit my peak then. Because I'm kind of like of that mind. I look back at first year photos and I'm like, oh, oh. 2016 was my year. <laughs> Wait, what's been... the hot I'm what? telling you, our best years would not be a family. <laughs> no, like, I don't know. 
I think it makeup and our relationship yeah. to makeup is really interesting mm. to think about. Yeah. I really, I still enjoy it. Yeah, I still I wear it most days. Um, and I tend to just do the same thing that takes me about three seconds just because mm. I like the look of it, but I don't yeah. take it to that stage every day any, anymore. Mm. And then every now and again, if I'm like at a festival or I'm going out yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get the whole makeup yeah. box out and I have like a right no, party I, with it. Yeah, I do that. It's like I never ever wear makeup. I like pretty much just fill in my eyebrows a bit and then put on a bit of concealer and then go. But then going out on like a Saturday night, you put out all the stops. Like, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. like... Because now it's about like who you're doing it for. Like back maybe in first year. Like, yeah, I love people. I love the way that makeup yeah. makes me feel mm-hmm. because it does boost my confidence. Yeah. But I just can't be bothered with it every day. That's also such a true fact. Like I'd I'm rather so sleep. It's also kind of confidence boosting to have the confidence to go out without it knowing it makes you feel better to have it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Can then kind of become a bit of a circle and make you feel better to mm. not wear it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the difference was like the amount of makeup I wore in first year and what I wear now is that it's just, I do my makeup on my own terms now. I'm not doing it for someone else. I'm not doing it for what I think I'm expected to look like or Mm. how I think I should appear. I'm just doing what I feel like on that day, Mm. what makes me comfortable. Um, You might have a big party to go to Mm. and I'll be like, no, can't be bothered. Go makeupless. Or I'll have Mm. like absolutely nothing to do all day and I'll just go to a cafe and maybe mm. go to that meeting that I had or something and then maybe I'll put a full face of makeup on. Yeah. It depends entirely on like how it. I feel that morning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with confidence as well. Like, I've been wearing no makeup for, like, four years now and it's just sort of, like, become my face. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> what I do and I'm confident enough to go outside without any makeup on and not really think about it which is really nice. I actually find that it's more annoying when I have it on because I you rug my eye and, and then I just get mascara or eyeliner all over me. And it's obviously just a sign. It's become <laughs> a bit of a look for me is I always forget that I've got it on and it's always red and I always rub my eyes so I just always look like I've kind of been crying, <laughs> which is kind of a mood for third year. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my signature is like one of my wings is smudged. Oh, <laughs> just the one. Or oh, they're wonky. Yeah. yeah, oh, they're always wonky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I agree. Like, I put it on now for myself and I put it on when mm. I want to. Yeah. So I hardly ever wear it because I really don't want to. Like, even though I might be like, oh, well, my face is really dry or mm. something like that. Like, uh, it would be nice if it was covered up. I'd be like, uh, it's better mm. for me to let my face breathe as well. Mm. Yeah. Like I say with eczema. Yeah, that was literally so, just like, about to say that a lot of yeah. the time it's not actually a choice. Like, if I did want to put makeup on, I couldn't because my face was having a moment and just yeah. like, nah. It's you true. Just, this is what you look like. We need to, like, start talking to our bodies more and be yeah. like, yo. Stop having a moment. <laughs> if, if only, only that were that simple, yeah. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> I have too many moments. I have a moment internally, have a moment externally. <laughs> My body's just, you know, all over the place. It's just constant mm. moments. It is. Yeah. Danny Moments Ferguson. That's <laughs> <laughs> a ring to it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good middle name. <laughs> My new DJ name. <laughs> <laughs> you do you look like a DJ road. with those headphones on. I know. I'm going to take us on the road. <laughs> have us do a road show of recording for us. <laughs> it'd be... It'd be brilliant yeah i think another thing about makeup is that it takes so long like it it is about convenience as well as looks Mm. like if i had something that sort of like hit me in the face and put all my makeup on at once and it only took like 10 seconds (laughs) then it would be fine but spending so much time and putting so much effort into it and then just taking it off at the end of the day seems a bit pointless to me (laughs) 
it hit you in but, the face though why can't you just blink and it'd be on oh that'd be nice <laughs> yeah why is it the hit just you wake in up the and you're instantly beautiful <laughs> oh if only we could live in a romantic comedy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't oh. seen that yet it's on my list but isn't it romantic yeah isn't it romantic mm. yeah yeah. yeah it looks funny and to be fair i don't really like rebel wilson you yeah, don't no i don't find it funny but this i might give out i might give it a try i don't know what it is i find the australian accent really funny just <laughs> <laughs> her accent there no her jokes no i mean <laughs> she's quite funny in person she um did do you ever watch travel man with richard Iowadi? no because she did an episode with him when yeah. they went to spain yeah. and she didn't tell him that he was she was afraid of heights and then they went up a really tall tower and she was on the edge <laughs> like i'm gonna be sick <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, don't watch Pitch Perfect 3. It's awful. They oh. shouldn't have made it. Oh, I didn't know the third one. Pitch Perfect 2 is awful. Oh, yeah, is they just shouldn't. Pitch Perfect 1 is awful. Pitch Perfect 1 is great. Yeah, I like Pitch Perfect The original. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Music in that. No, the third one is ridiculous. What happens in the second one? Is that when they get their own house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like and somehow, house, even though the German band are better, they still win. Because, you know, protagonist bias. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, true that, true that. Well, it has been so lovely talking to you guys about body confidence and the Yeah, journey. we better shut up before we go off and one again. <laughs> <laughs> that was a one-time only, Al. <laughs> I am on the clock this time, no, <laughs> kidding. But um, <clears throat> no, it's been really nice just to kind of, I don't know, have a girl chat about these mm. and our journey and how it is tough, but it's something that once we come out on the other side of it, we'll be so grateful that we've, this is like, mm. it's kind of made us into the person that hopefully we could be proud of. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we're in just like a transitional phase yeah, now. exactly. Because nothing of. ever happens overnight and nothing's e- ever easy. Yeah. And if it is easy, then is it worth doing? Ooh, yeah. that's deep. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Good ending. <laughs> I don't know why we always leave us such yeah. dark notes. But <laughs> this is what, according to us, has become... Uh, yeah so this is uh, our second episode uh, thank you so much to Phoebe and Fran for being lovely guests you're welcome thank you <laughs> I am <Wow>. a gift <laughs> <laughs> that's it Phoebe take it over <laughs> um, yeah and we will see you next month for another episode yeah. I'm not quite sure what it's going to be yet <laughs> but it'll be something spectacular we will do something you know it's Danny and Al yeah. that's what it's about oh it's my birthday That'll be the next episode. Yes, it will be. Oh, yes. 21. 21. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. Bro, what a birthday. According to us, it's a Girly Girls production. Girly Girls is an online platform for women creatives to showcase their voices through their art.